0: forty seven and uh, again the the duty duties to our church at uh, church is the study of uh, of this uh, this study We're going to read from uh, Let's read from 41 to 47. Chapter 2, verse 41 to 47. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostle doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayer. And fear came upon every soul. Many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking of bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church, such as should be saved. Amen. That's an introduction to, to this message. Uh, we just read a portion of Acts 241-47. Uh, before I get into the uh, comments of Uh, Grandpa Hilly's outlines. I'd like to uh, give you a definition of church defined. We're going to be speaking about the duties to our church. Uh, From the book of Pendleton, church manual, study Baptist doctrine, uh, study number one, nature of a church. Uh, Church defined in a nutshell it says a church is a congregation of Christ's baptized disciples acknowledging him as their head relying on his atoning sacrifice for justification before God and depending on the Holy Spirit for sanctification united in the belief of the gospel and agreeing to maintain its ordinances ordinances and obey his precepts. Meeting together for worship and cooperation for the extension of Christ's kingdom in the world, which is a in a nutshell what it's a church is. It is a a congregation of, of Christ baptized disciples. As we continue in the study here Uh, It is titled, Duties to Our Church. We read uh, in the study that uh, when when we perform, remember it's duties to our church. When we perform our duties to our church, it will promote many things. It will cause the advancement of this church. Members are to be concerned about their own church. Members ought to thank God for a church that does that. That there are some that does. I'm sorry. Members ought to thank God for a church that does not forget about people when they are saved, but that there are some churches that want to help the saved in their Christian life. Your church can do many things for you to help you grow spiritually. And uh, we look at the uh, word concerned. It says church members are to be concerned about their own church yeah. in many areas. Uh, the word "concern" defined uh, from uh, Webster's 1860, think dictionary, Concern means interested, church members ought to be interested, uh, engaged, they should be engaged, having a connection with that which may affect the interest, welfare, or happiness, of course, of our own church. Mm-hmm. Granted, in this world we have a lot of concerns. Uh, we're in times right now, and people are concerned of the economy. People are concerned of the prices of food. You go in, come out with just a, a one-third of the grocery cart full for a hundred fifty dollars. Don't go too far. Uh, gas price hasn't changed. If it it mostly goes up or stays in the same place, prices of houses are going very ga- very high. Look like two store, two bedroom houses here, and on Highway 39, are they starting at three hundred thousand? Thank you, and um, so everything is uh, is concerns when it thinks about the world. Uh, all the migrant, uh, uh, un- illegal alien work, construction workers have left town because of the new law of immigration, and now. Uh, we got contractors or uh, or uh, or builders. They don't have very many people that want to lay block two stories high right. in a hundred degree weather this time. So that's a concern for them, not for me. But this concern is about spiritual concern, right. and we've been members of uh, Bible Baptist Church, which is one of the Lord, I should say, the Lord Church in Plant City uh we are to be concerned about spiritual things uh, uh things that uh uh benefit not only uh promote the church and uh and uh, uh promote and and promote the advancements of the church but also uh, Helps us grow spiritually, and those that are beginning to get saved, becoming new members, also. I remember, and a little side side note. I remember when I first uh, was saved. I didn't know when to start. I just decided to read Matthew, and uh, then the Proverbs and stuff. And uh, I still don't know a lot, but I. By the grace of God and uh, the three pastors I've been with, uh, Brother Bourne said, you should. <laughs> he said, you should know something. You've been to three pastors. Anyway, we have. Uh, we wouldn't We wouldn't be able to to uh, stand here. Uh, we thank uh, God for the Holy Spirit. The Bible said it teaches us all things. It leads, guides, and directs us unto all truth. And, uh, of course, Keeps us from uh, from uh, uh, temptation uh, and make helps us as as we read uh, 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 as we read in the Lord's prayer. Lead me not into temptation. The Lord don't lead you, but we don't need any help falling into it. Right. But we thank the Holy Spirit that that starts working, and then we can start running. But uh, we thank for that for the Holy Spirit in our lives again uh, we uh, we continue to uh, uh talk about the duties of our church uh, as we as we read uh here we ought to uh, be fellow workers of course in, in everything concerning the church turn to page uh Turn in the Bible to 3 John, uh, verse 1 through 8. And we're going to read a little bit of Gaius, the Apostle Paul, who read many of the epistles. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, John, John the Beloved, that wrote uh, Third John, wrote this. And we're going to read... Verse 1 to, through uh, through 8, it says, The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in being held, even as thou, thy soul prosperous. But I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that in the, that is indeed Even as thou walkest in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou dost faithfully whatsoever thou dost to the brethren and to strangers which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bringest forward on their journey after a godly sword, thou shalt do well. Because that for this, because that for His name's sake, they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. We therefore ought to receive such, we might, that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. So, uh, Pastor Paul making a. A comment and uh, of appreciation to Gaius and his own work. I mean, not the apostle Paul, uh, John the, uh, the beloved, uh, writing about Gaius and an encouragement to hear that uh, uh, what this uh, fellow member did for other members. Nevertheless, we continue in in the uh, in the study. The study says here that, uh, okay, it says, uh, uh, we engage to promote its prosperity, and we're speaking spiritually, I guess it falls also also in all other needs of the church. To promote means to advance further, a church prospers when folks. Or saved and then baptized and taught the word of God, and uh, as we can see in a, in the scriptures of uh, Acts two thirty eight. Uh, It says, we engage to promote its prosperity, to promote means to advance further. A church prospers when folks are saved and then baptized and taught the word of God. In the, in the scriptures here, we see that in the, in the book of Acts, the Bible says that the they that gladly received his word were baptized the same day, they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. One of the things they did, they believed, they believed the word and received it with, uh, with gladness. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an encouragement to those that, that are not saved. Just keep believing, keep believing, keep trusting, keep praying uh, to God for that. They continue steadfast in the Apostle doctrines and fellowship and breaking of bread. I, I had a few little notes here about what what uh, what uh, was the apostles' doctrine. I, I believe that that's what Jesus Christ taught them when uh, when they were uh, called, when they were chosen, when they were uh, uh, commanded, and. Uh, And we see, uh, I made some notes here also, uh, what are we also to teach our new members, our our new saved believers, or continue to teach our congregation that we might grow spiritually unto the most holy faith and be used to teach others. I thought about, uh, let's teach them the Word of God. Mm -hmm. What is the Word of God? how about uh, teach them about God that He is absolute, to, a total and sovereign God. Mm-hmm. How about a uh, divine creation of the universe? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The Bible says, and uh, in contrast to uh, uh, evolution that they're teaching in other places, uh, we we are. We may teach them uh, who created the universe. Very easy. The first uh, scriptures in Genesis. How about to. uh, I wrote. uh, I said, How about to teach them about uh, the virgin birth of Christ? How about teaching them the deity of Christ? Mm -hmm. The blood atonement of Christ? The bodily resurrection of Christ? I believe all that uh, it fits in the epistles and it fits in the, in the gospel, it, it was being taught to, to these uh, uh, believers here And, um, and uh, they continued uh, uh, they steadfastly uh, in the word of God. How about salvation? is by grace through faith? How about justification? is by faith alone? but the priesthood of the believer the eternal security of the believer and many much more like uh, worldwide missions or an obligation of every church member of the church the reality of heaven and hell the personality and work of satan and many more uh, teachings that can be taught to new believers and to uh all others in in the church right. as we see uh, the the book of acts chapter two forty one uh, after. It was in the in the coming of the Holy Spirit, the day of Pentecost. Uh, for a little bit there was a a, a bit of confusion it's beginning on chapter two. Uh, the Holy Spirit fell upon them like like tongues of fire. Every person started understanding their own tongues. Uh, they wasn't speaking in tongues, they were speaking in languages, and each one could understand. I could understand English, and you could understand Spanish, and many other uh, uh, nationalities were there, and there was confusion. The Apostle Paul, I mean, the Apostle Peter, uh, stood up and preached that uh, big message on the Day of Pentecost, Uh, and then we uh, we read that uh, he preached uh, a message. And uh, at the beginning, in, he said, now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think he preached, he preached repentance and, uh, and, and baptism and for them to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Now, when they heard this, they were all pricked in their hearts. And said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words, did did the... Did, did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this un, untoward generation. And they that gladly received his word were baptized in the same day, and there was added unto them about 3,000 souls. And we see that they continued steadfastly in the apostle doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and prayers. Uh, Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonderful signs were done by the apostles. I stop right there, and I remember Proverbs chapter 1, where it says, The fear of the Lord uh, is the beginning of wisdom. And and there's that is a a fear which is uh, reverent respect all towards God that is not seen in these days. Right. People don't fear God. And uh, I think it's, uh, the Bible says the beginning of wisdom. What shouldn't we believe? But it also says that... Uh, Robert chapter 1. It says in verse 7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despite wisdom and instruction. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to get to. The uh, the teachings here (laughs) says about this, uh, it says, uh, this was a praying church uh... the beginning of this church here in day of Pentecost, this was a praying church a praising church a going church this made it a prospering church in the contrast uh, there's a church in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 18 to 19 uh, we read about this church it's called the Church at Laodicea. Uh, wasn't wasn't prospering. No church will prosper when the members are unconcerned, indifferent, lukewarm. This church thought she was rich, yet the Lord said she was poor in what she needed most, and turned to. Revelation chapter three, verse eighteen through nineteen. Yeah. We're going to read uh, that from verse fourteen. It says, uh, "And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea, write, write this thing." Said the Amen, the faithful, true witness, and the beginning of. The beginning of creation of creation of God, I know thy work that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increase with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou may be rich and, and white raiment, that thou may be uh, dotted, and that the, the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thine eyes with eyes soft, that thou may see. As many as I love I rebuke and chasten, be zealous therefore and repent. Mm-hmm. Those are the worst of the church. Uh, the, the, the comment says here, the church of Laodicea wasn't prospering. No church will prosper when the members are unconcerned, indifferent, lukewarm. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that uh, they, uh, they said here says here in the study, that, uh, that they were blind, could not see the real mission, she had in the world, and that mission is uh, uh, and that uh, mission it's uh, uh, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20, and it's called uh, the commandment, the Lord's commandment. Matthew twenty eight, eighteen through twenty reads like this. The Bible says, And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. It says what the church needed to make her prosper, and every church is this. It needed uh, gold trite in the fire. It uh, needs some tested religion. Turn to, uh, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And verse 11 through 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 11 through 14 to 15 says, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon his, this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work, Of what sort it is. If any man work the bite. Which he had built thereupon. He shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burnt. He shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved. Yet so as by fire. This church also needed white raiment. White raiment what it means is they needed some real godly living and I'm not going to turn to the scripture but um, of course uh, uh, holiness Bible says that be ye holy for I am holy says the Lord holiness is uh, it's uh, requested that should say for short of a better word I sell for her eyes. Ephesians chapter. This church needed to see. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his his inheritance in the saints they needed to repent this is the great need of our day Uh, Turn to Second Corinthians. The church of Laodicea needed to repent. Second uh, Chronicles, seven verse fourteen. The Bible says in Second uh, Chronicles, chapter seven verse fourteen, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will lie here from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their lands. Are we promoting the prosperity of our church? We engage to promote spirituality when is a church spiritual? Our word, our word, uh, emotional activity does not necessarily mean spirituality, like there are many churches today. Uh, tears and emotions do not demote spirituality. Amen. The church in Corinth was also called a, a carnal church. Note that, that note what hindered their spirituality. There were contentions. there was contentions, ambience, strife, divisions, uh, ever divisions over preachers, fornication and unrebuked, defrauding each other. A church is spiritual when her members bear spiritual fruit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Very familiar verse. Mm -hmm. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. I remember somebody, I think he was brother born, I heard preachers preach it, but they said the Lord Jesus Christ loves fruit, spiritual fruit, uh, So you cannot grow spiritually except we obey the Lord's commands. If people are not born of the Spirit, they have no leadership. I mentioned that the Spirit of God leads direct, teaches us, and uh, of course guides us unto all truth. The, uh, the notes here, for lack of. Uh, of, uh, of time, I'm just going to read it. We've we've uh, um, we've heard this. Uh, uh, we've been preached a lot. A lot of this. The Holy Spirit comforts the church. It is through the Word of God that the Holy Spirit uh, provides comfort, encouragement, direction, faith to us. The Holy Spirit teaches it, teaches us. Uh, I'm a very slow learner and usually have to repeat a lot of things, You should see me at work uh, in technology, you know, I just opened the internet and I, I didn't know how to open a computer in 2010, but you ain't got, it's not like a school, you ain't got time, you have to learn yeah. yourself or you have to uh, make buddies with a little help of my friends I've, I've, I've helped Amen. with a little help of the Holy Spirit. It brings to remembrance uh, things that I have heard or learned. And uh, we are, uh, by God's grace, we are moving forward. The Holy Spirit just guides guides it unto all true doctrinal and missionary, the, speaking of the church. The church can never have a heaven Sanctual program except the Holy Spirit leads. Right. One of the greatest needs in churches today is to know how to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. To be spirit filled there must be surrender, submission, separation. Amen. May each member be spiritual in order to help uh, those who need spiritual advice. This will promote spirituality. We engage to promote its prosperity and spirituality, uh, promote advance further. Last but not least, Matthew Henry, concerning uh, 1 Corinthians twelve twenty seven, sa- says, it says that now you are the body of Christ and members in particular, uh, it says the relation wherein christians stand to christ and one another now you are the body of christ and members in particular or particular members each is a member of the body not the whole body each stands related to the body as a part of it and all have a common relation to one another dependence upon one another he said, he, he said, all have a common relation to one another, dependence upon one another, and should have a mutual care and concern. We ask the Lord to bless the reading of his word Amen. this morning. Um, I dismiss with prayer. Yeah, have Brother, brother Bro- Allen closing prayer. Brother Dan, would you let us stand up and may you dismiss us with prayer. We thank you, Lord, for giving us this another opportunity to come this way and worship the in spirit and We thank you, Lord, so much for our church. Amen. We just pray, pray, Lord, that I will continue to be with us, bless those that are here. We ask you now, Lord, to watch over each one, help us to uh, keep your name in the limelight as best as we can. Uh, and now, Lord, we just ask you to watch over each one. We travel to our homes, we ask you to work all these things in Jesus name. Amen. No, Thank you for the opportunity. thank you, Appreciate it. Frank enjoyed it, bro. That's uh, the good outlines. Yeah. yeah.